Hello and welcome back to Free Indeed. Today we are in John chapter 4. This is the fourth episode of this John series thing that we're doing. So this has been really exciting for me to dive into one of the Gospels. Um, I've actually been wanting to read um, John again for a while personally. So then also to be able to read the gospel and to have this online, we can share this with others. We can easily give people the message of the gospel with just a few clicks. So join me not just in praying in this episode, but outside of this, that people would uh, have the curiosity to click on these episodes and that the words of John, the gospel of John, and the words of Jesus himself would transform hearts. So if you are listening to this and you haven't listened to one, two, and three yet, go back and listen to those before you listen to this one. All right, let's get into it. When Jesus knew that the Pharisees heard he was making and baptizing more disciples than John, though Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his disciples were, he left Judea and went again to Galilee. He had to travel through Samaria, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, I always struggle with that, near the property that Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, worn out from his journey, sat down at the well. It was about six in the evening. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Give me a drink, Jesus said to her for his disciples had gone into the town to buy food. How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? She asked him, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Sir, said the woman, you don't even have a bucket and the well is deep. So where do you get this living water? You aren't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as it is sons and livestock. Jesus said, Everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. But whomever drinks from the water that I will give him will never get thirsty again. Ever. In fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up from within him for eternal life. Sir, the woman said to him, Give me this water so I won't get thirsty and come here to draw water. Go call your husband, he told her, and come back here. I don't have a husband, she answered. You have, cre- you have correctly said I don't have a husband, Jesus said, for you have had five husbands, and the man you, are, you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. Sir, the woman said, I see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, yet you Jews say that this place, the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus told her, Believe me, woman, an hour is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know because our salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. Yes, the Father wants such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. I am he, Jesus told her. 
the one speaking to you. Just then his disciples arrived, and they were amazed that he was talking with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then the woman left her water jar, went into town, and told the men, Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They left the town and made their way to him. In the meantime, the disciples kept urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said, I have food to eat that you don't know about. The disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work, Jesus told them. Don't you say, There are still four more months, then comes the harvest? Listen to what I'm telling you. Open your eyes and look at the fields, for they are ready for harvest. The reaper is receiving pay and gathering fruit for eternal life, so the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For this case, the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you didn't labor for. Others have labor, and you have benefited from their labor. Now many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of what the woman said and what she te- when she testified. He told me everything I ever did. Therefore, when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more believed because of what he said. And they told the woman, We no longer believe because of what you said, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this really is the Savior of the world. After two days, he left there for Galilee. Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When they entered Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him because they had seen everything he did in Jerusalem during the festival, for they had also gone to the festival. Then he went again to Cana of Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. There was a certain royal official whose son was ill at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea into Galilee, he went to him and pleaded with him to come down and heal his son, for he was about to die. Jesus told him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Sir, the official said to him, Come down before my boy dies. Go, Jesus told him, Your son will live. The man departed what Jesus said. The man believed what Jesus said to him and departed. While he was going down, his slaves met him, saying the boy was alive. He asked them at what time he got better. Yesterday, at seven in the morning, the fever left him, they answered. The father realized that this was the very hour which Jesus had told him, Your son will live. Then he himself believed, along with his whole household. This, therefore, was the second sign that Jesus performed after he came from Judea to Galilee. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for sending your son. Father, we thank you that um, we get to come before you and learn more about you, that we can have a relationship with you. Father, I'm thankful that I get to speak to you, that I have the authority in which Jesus has given me. I'm justified and freely able to come to you and speak to you, to ask things of you that through the death and resurrection of Christ, I've been made righteous. I am so undeserving to even be able to talk to you, Father, to be able to have a relationship with you, to be called your child, but through the sacrifice of Jesus. 
He's conquering of the grave. I'm justified and covered. I thank you, Father. I thank you so much for this gift, for this blessing. I ask that you would strengthen and empower us through your spirit to be your hands and feet, to honor and glorify you in all that we do. And all we say, Father, we love you. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The woman at the well is one of my favorite stories in all of the Bible. Oh, Jesus breaks barriers. He is the living water. Drink from him and you will never be thirsty again. Only he can satisfy. Only he can bring fullness of joy and peace that makes no sense. Shalom. The word shalom is translated in English to peace, but that's kind of an understatement. It's more of this fullness, unity, fullness and unity with God that brings this overwhelming, unending peace. What we're all seeking is shalom. And shalom is only found in Jesus, the well of living water. So let's go be free today and live in that freedom and show others the freedom that's found in Jesus and in him alone. And may the shalom of Jesus be with you today. Amen and amen.